Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 33. We get to already see the orderliness with which Luke writes this gospel. You remember back in the first devotion in Luke, we talked about how he set out to write an orderly account for Theophilus, so you may have certainty about the things you have been taught. This is nothing short of orderly. He starts with a connection to an important Old Testament prophecy by telling us about the coming of John the Baptist, the Elijah who was to come, the predecessor for Jesus the Messiah, which is what we've talked about in the last couple devotions. And today he's going to tell us about the coming of Jesus. Let's read this and see what we can learn about how Luke, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is unveiling this story. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. A lot of information in that first sentence. Not too much, but just what we need to know. I love that God used a guy like Luke to give us this thing step by step. So what do we know? We know it's the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. It just referred in the previous verses to it being the fifth month of her pregnancy. So now it's the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. And the same angel Gabriel, who was with Elizabeth, comes to a city in Galilee named Nazareth. Now many scholars believe that because Luke specifies that Nazareth is in Galilee, it indicates that Luke's audience would not have been familiar with Israeli geography. So this confirms what we said from the beginning. His audience is a Gentile audience, a non-Jewish audience. Gabriel came to talk to a woman who was virgin and who was betrothed to a man named Joseph. So she was an obedient Jewish gal, hadn't been with Joseph. They were planning to get married. And this is key. Joseph is from the house of David, a descendant of David. That'll come into play a little bit more here in a second. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled by the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Mary, for you have found favor with God. Do you remember when Gabriel came to Zechariah in the previous section? It's exactly what he said to Zechariah. Do not be afraid. There must be something about this angel Gabriel that scares the tar out of people. And he immediately calms her down. This is the second time that Gabriel has referred to Mary with the term favor. Earlier, he called her a favored one. Here here he says she has found favor with God. You know, what's really interesting is way back in Genesis 6 verse 8, it tells us that Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. You remember who Noah was when there was wickedness everywhere and God was going to destroy all of life with a flood. There was one righteous guy, Noah, who found favor in the eyes of the Lord and so God spared him and his family. Check this out. God used Noah to build the vessel that would save humanity. What's going to happen to Mary right here? Inside her is going to be conceived Jesus Christ, the Savior. In a sense, her body is building the vessel that will save humanity. Fascinating. You have found favor with God and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. So there are some interesting similarities and differences between Mary and Elizabeth. For example, Elizabeth had been praying for a child her whole life. Mary had probably never prayed for a child because she wasn't even sexually active. She was a virgin. They both became pregnant through miraculous means. Elizabeth's was pretty miraculous because she was barren and she was advanced in 
years. Mary's pregnancy was very, very miraculous because there was no man involved at all. So the way that Luke is laying out this first chapter is to suggest that what God did to bring John the Baptist to the earth was amazing. But what God did to bring Jesus to the earth was way more amazing. You think it's incredible that Malachi's prophecy was fulfilled in the coming of John the Baptist? Check out what's about to happen here. Verse 32, Gabriel goes on, he will be great and will be called son of the most high and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. Now, if Mary is a good Jewish girl who's been raised to understand the Old Testament, which is probably likely, then this language would be setting off alarm bells in her head. I mean, the fact that Gabriel would tell her that her son is going to be on the throne of their father David is amazing. He's going to be a king. And if that's not enough, he's going to be a king unlike any other. Here's what it says in 2 Samuel 7, 12, 13, and 16. This is called the Davidic covenant. God's making this promise to David, the most noteworthy and consequential king in Israel's history. I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name. You can go back and listen to our devotion on this text way back in the Old Testament. Here so far, we're talking about Solomon. His son Solomon is going to be the next king, and God is going to put it in Solomon's heart to build a temple. But then it goes on to verse 13. I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Now, wait a minute. Forever? Like, that's a long time. What are you talking about? If you stop and pause, you go, forever is not a thing that's going to happen on this earth. No king's going to sit on a throne forever. Weird. Continuing, your house and your kingdom will endure forever before me. Your throne will be established forever. That's verse 16. With a little bit of reflection, you understand that God is promising David a throne from his lineage that is otherworldly. In fact, this promise to David was a hallmark around which Jews anticipated the coming Messiah ever since that covenant was established. Now here's Mary, this young girl being visited by Gabriel, this angel who's telling her she's going to become pregnant even though she's a virgin and her son is going to reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will have no end? Holy buckets. And who doesn't like a cliffhanger once in a while because that's where we're going to stop for today with just these two thoughts. When the Lord is at work in an amazing way like he was with John the Baptist coming, don't think for a second that he can't do something even more amazing. We can apply that to our lives. He's that big. He's that capable. There's no limit to what he can do. And just about the time you think you might know the process through which God's going to keep one of his promises, prepare to be blown away because he's probably going to do something that you've never even considered. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.